Welcome back to the She Lives Fearless podcast. Here we are again on the second week of our special holiday episode series. I'm, I'm Holly Newton here with my co-host, Dina DeLisa Gonser, and we're going to catch up and talk about what to expect this week. Dina, how are you doing? I think we're each other's accountability partners in this crazy yes. You know what? I'm doing good. And I'm glad I can sit here and, and, and say that. Um, you know, there's been some busy moments, but there's also been some quiet ones too. And I've been really grateful for that. It worked out where this weekend we really didn't have like a super duper crazy plan. Um, and usually in December, everything's pretty scheduled every weekend so i was happy to spend a little extra time with the tree and cleaning up just hanging out with sienna and brian um and then we woke up one saturday morning (laughs) and we're like it's it's warm here in new jersey for this time of year we got 57 degrees on saturday Yeah. yeah and so we were also really stupid i'll say and we were like let's we're up early it's warm let's go into the city and like we know better brian and i work in the city this and that we know better than to go into the city around christmas on saturday (laughs) on saturday (laughs) but we thought we were up so early we'd make it there and all we were gonna do was um let sienna see the macy's windows because they're always so cute and take her to bryant park okay so i'll give all the families out there like pro tips Macy's windows early in the day, like you get there at like 1030. Great. Not a lot of people like you can see them go inside. I'd never been inside Macy's Herald Square. And I felt like I was in a Christmas movie. Oh. You know, when you see those move, Yeah. Like when you see those movies where they're all people are Christmas shopping and it's this crazy Christmas um, department store. That's yeah. what it felt like. So that was fun. But then we walked over to Bryant Park and it was wall to wall to wall wall. and I was just like done (laughs) and I just said to Brian I'm like get me like let's get right out of here like I I don't even like I'm not even gonna try it I'm like let's get and we hopped down to the Lower East Side where there's a nice market called the Essex Market it's quiet tons of food stalls go there instead and take your kids ice skating in your town like just pro tip right there yeah pro tip like just (laughs) Or unless you're going in during the week. And I said, even on my Instagram stories, a lot of people see on Instagram, oh, best places to go in the city for Christmas. And not that I'm hating on the city for Christmas, but we're not realizing that the influencers and such that we're seeing had special access during very quiet times. And that's why everything looks so magical and you could see everything. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, you know, you really got to know what you're getting into when you do that. But we we tried. We tried. Yeah. Well, it <laughs> we looked tried. successful though. I mean, you made the you made the best of it. And come on, Macy's, you know, during the Christmas. It was it was cool. That 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 piece was cool. I would say that that's more doable. Um, but I kinda like your idea, Holly, of riding around in the car listening to Christmas music, looking at the lights. I think that's a good a good call. Well, yeah, that, that's something we've always done and it definitely works because we live you know, in the land of Disney. So we actually went mm-hmm. in a couple of weekends ago to pre-see all of the holiday stuff before the holiday crowd got here. And the holiday crowd was already here. And I was like, what yeah. the fuck? So we walked yeah. in, took a few steps. We have Florida passes, so it we're not losing a bunch of money. I will forever be jealous. Forever <laughs> be jealous of you. 
Well, you Never know, walked in and it's like, nope, not today. This is not happening. So, <laughs> you know, we resort to going to all the resorts to look at the trees. So I've become a professional tree finder. If you want to know where to find the I best trees, we can do that. <laughs> so on chilasterials.com, we're going to have travel guides, New York and Disney World. Look for those. <laughs> we should. We'll, we'll give our best tips. Like I've got the hats and I know you do too. So I love that you had that time in your calendar, Dina, which makes me think you're taking your own advice and we're taking our own advice this Christmas season about editing our calendars. Like we edit the pantry. Yes, <laughs> yes for sure. And you know what? I'll admit I am, I was late on editing the pantry, but because I had some time this weekend, yeah. like that was a random thing that, that I did. It took me like 15, 20 minutes to mm -hmm. just go through everything, get rid of what was no good. And now I cleared my mind. I have a clear list to attack. I'm going to the grocery store after this podcast <laughs> record and I'm not going to buy double triple of anything. Um, and I do, I sit down just like we were talking about the way I look at my pantry. If someone asks me something, I look at my calendar and I, I stop and think about it. Um, and it's really been serving me a lot better. I almost can't believe that. Like, I can't believe I'm doing it. And it's not to say that I'm not doing things like, yes, we have the Christmas play. I'm doing the hot chocolate bar at church. Like I'm still doing things and volunteering and whatnot, but I am finding space. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's keeping me from like having a bad attitude. Yeah. Blowing my top. Find <laughs> up for the things that, you know, you can do and have capacity to do, which I think is a good lesson for all of us. So <clears throat> I, I, yeah. Yeah. You. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, check in with me like in the next two weeks when things start ramping up. But, right. you know, I've been savoring my quiet time and saying, hang yeah. in there with the quiet things. You're not missing anything because in two weeks you're going to be running around like a maniac and you're going to be wishing it was quiet. So it's perspective, <laughs> continued, continued perspective. <laughs> ebb and flow, ebb and flow. Well, we're speaking of quiet time. We are in the second week of the Advent devotional series, Hi. She Lives Fearless. And it's been mm -hmm. so fun having these special guest writers. And um, on, on this week's blog, um, you have an entry and yeah. Warren does. And so uh, let's dig in and talk a little bit about that. And, um, and let's talk about your entry first. Um, you're talking about Mary's faith and how we can let that challenge us. Um, and, you know, it's something you've been talking about a lot lately too, is the in-between. So yes. what would you like to share? Yes. Sure. I mean, <laughs> I know Mary is like this, one of the stars of the Christmas story. So it's not that she doesn't get a lot of attention, but I just can't help but always be struck by how she just kind of like dropped everything and trusted in Jesus. Like, you know, she had this angel come down and tell her something like really nuts. If you really think about it. Yeah. And she was just like, I'm sure she thought like, mm -hmm a little crazy because you see she's kind of like well how she did ask like right. how's this gonna how's this how's gonna go down so it's not like she was just like <laughs> natural you know, question people, yeah people are just like she was so faithful and she was just like sure and she was but it's not like she was not human and wasn't just like um okay but how and then when you know the angel answered her and then she was like yeah i'm your servant like let's do this um probably not in the words i'm paraphrasing <laughs> 
A lot, but she was, I guess, as far as we know, I did a little bit of research on Mary and I didn't find anything and somebody could correct me if I'm wrong. Like I didn't find anything about her being any more than just kind of like a regular girl who was probably going to take the regular path of um, finding a husband and being a homemaker, living that, mm-hmm. that life. That's kind of all we know yeah. about her at that, at that time. And, you know, God chose to use her in a mighty, a mighty way. We talk about that a lot with She Lives Fearless. Like, hey, you know, don't discount your regular life, your everyday life and God's ability to make it extraordinary. You think it's ordinary, but he has the capacity to step in and make it extraordinary. And you don't want to miss that moment where the angel's in front of you, like, hey, this is what he has for you. You know, but if Mary wasn't walking that walk already, I don't know that, I don't know, would he have chosen her? So, you know, you need to, I I would assume that Mary was walking with the Lord. Yes, it said she was highly highly favored by him. Yes, highly favored. So just, again, just because you think your life is mundane, it doesn't mean that God's not looking at you and saying, hey, you're, you're highly highly favored here and I have something for you, but let's stretch your faith first. So we have to be open to that stretch of faith as Mary was. So that might've been the key for Mary. She just might have had that, that thing in her spirit where God said she's open to the stretch. She can handle the stretch. Maybe she was looking for it. You know, I don't know what Mary's prayers were at that time. Um, but there was something she was doing and paying, she was paying attention to God in some capacity where he said, we can, yes. we, can use, we can use you this way. Yes. Yes. And, you know, a lot of the details in between are not in yes. scripture, but we know that God called her. <clears throat> she was favored um, in spite of her insignificance, like in culture at mm-hmm. the time, being young, poor, and yeah. female, it was not like the highest way to. Yeah, he didn't choose like the, per- the the queen or somebody in king's court to be like right you. No, gotcha. and that was that was on purpose. Yeah, yeah, and and she was insignificant in culture's eyes, but in God's eyes, she yes. had a significant purpose. And, and I, I think about that, too. Um, I know we talked a lot about Mary before, but I don't know if we've talked about um, something you bring up in this week's Devo. Is there a lie that's planted by the one who doesn't want you to see yourself as God does? And I think that's a good exactly. question to ask, you know, um, yes. not just in December, but year round. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're going to be talking about the Christmas story, let's just go ahead and talk about it. You know, is there a lie that, you know, we see in ourselves and feel like it's too insignificant for God to use? And, you know, kingdom mindset is opposite because we're created by God for a specific, you know, plan on this earth. And it it shifts as, as our seasons grow. Like your life doesn't look like it did 10 years ago. Neither does mine or anyone else listening to this podcast. You know, if, if we're honest, like our life doesn't look today like we might have thought it would three months ago. And so yeah. I think there's a bigger thing here um, yes. to glean from not just baby Jesus, <laughs> but the purpose that his life you know, brought on this earth um, that we can exactly. take and really set ourselves and our mindsets up for 
January, February, March. You know, yeah. kind of yarn. So it's almost like, I don't know if this is a wrong way to think, and I'm bouncing this off you, Holly. If there is something that you're continually hearing, like, oh, you're not, something that, something in your brain, you're going on this merry ground where it's either, I'm not capable of this, I'm not good enough for this, this is not for me. This is not, if it's a good time to check yourself and be like, is this God placing a boundary in my life? Or is this Satan who is trying to make sure that I continually believe that, you know, that I'm not good enough for something or that something's, I'm always going to be in a tough season or like, what is that thing that, that fear, that anxiety, um, that negative a notion that you're continually hearing is that is that Satan trying to make sure you don't tap into what it is that God has for you because that would be in his, where you're powerful in His name. Because I feel like we even at our conferences and such, we like to encourage women to, hey, you know, I wonder what if every woman in the church tapped into their specific talent. Which again, not everyone's on a platform, not everyone's leading worship. But what is your little thing right. that, you know, that will mean something bigger in the kingdom of God should you choose to trust in him and take that step forward? And yeah. like, what is that step that he's trying to stop you? Yeah, from? No, that, that's a really good filter. That's a good question. And I learned a long time ago that um, somebody taught me this in my early years when I was growing as a Christian. Mm-hmm. I think I was even in high school and I've carried it with me. If if it's a voice of condemnation or criticism mm-hmm. or you can't, you know, that's not the voice of God because yeah. God doesn't speak like that to his creation. True. True. And if you have something in your heart or your mind to do, um, you know, and, and you're fearful and you're like, is this God or is this me? Or you, you mm-hmm. have to put these things to light you know, get in the word, pray and and get a close friend and help to call it out because sometimes, you know, a close trusted wise person can call things out that we might not conceive. So I think think we all have those things um, because, you know, I think God's plan, if we're building things on our own ability, then that foundation is not going to be strong. Like if we're building it on God's ability. So what we build, we have to sustain what God builds. He sustains. And that reminds me of something I actually just read this morning, which it, I actually put it in my journal as one of my prayers for this coming year. Um, And that goes perfectly with it. I was in Psalm 90 And it was verse 17, and let the beauty and delightfulness and favor of the Lord, our God be upon us, confirm and establish. That was like the key part, confirm and establish the work of our hands. And yes, the work of our hands. uh, Yeah. Yeah. And yes, the work of our hands confirm and establish it. To me, that was saying, God, like whatever it is that you're placing in front of me, I want you to confirm it and establish it in you and that the work of my hands is doing your work. And therefore that's where the favor and the delight comes from. I'm not pushing it myself. You're pushing this through me. And so I really, I marked that up and I said, prayer for the new year, whatever I'm doing, moving forward, um, confirm it. So I'm not wishy-washy or wondering the whole time. I don't know if I should be doing this. I don't know if I'm hearing this right. Confirm it. And then, you know, 
Yeah, establish it for sure. And I mean, that's what he did for Mary. I feel like he sent that angel down. He confirmed it, established it. And then she had to go through that in between where she was sitting on a donkey, as we said, pregnant, you know, walking through, having to say this to Joseph and Joseph being like, what is going on? And that, I feel like that ties in with Aaron's um, Advent devotional that's coming down the pike. She talks a little bit um, about how she felt like around the holiday season towards the end of that, that year that she's talking about, she was kind of in a tough season where she was trying to manage Mm -hmm. everything. And she was, she was in that in between with God. And, you know, I said to you before we started this podcast, say, I just, I love Erin's writing. She's, she makes me laugh, (laughs) which is a good thing. She has a really honest way of explaining things. And she's explaining how she's trying to make cookies with her kids who at the time were ages two, four and seven, which really blew. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was like, all right, well that, that, that could be stressful. (laughs) <laughs> no matter how you're trying to do these traditions and make things really nice. Yeah. Um, but you know, like she said, the gingerbread men were losing their heads and she was losing <laughs> her mind, which I, told, I mean, I laughed out loud at and I was like, yes, I've been there plenty of times before. And she understood that God was shaking, shaking her. She was, you know, going through, challenging things but trying to keep all the balls in the air in the in-between while she was trying to get to where god wanted her to go essentially yeah yeah you know which which also brings to mind she was in a rough season during the christmas season and i think it's important you know to realize um you know be aware of people around you that are in a rough season. I have, I have friends and family that are in rough seasons right now and, and have been in them myself. If you live long enough, you know, December is going to roll around and it's not going to feel that jolly to you. So, uh, you know, you got to give yourself grace in those seasons and, and realize, you know, this is one month out of the year. And yes, we want all the wonderful memories, but we still make them in spite of our circumstances. Yes. I think you need to like manage your Mary, if that makes sense. <laughs> I love that. Manage your Mary. You got to manage your Mary because if you're in a season of grief, loss, or um, any kind of, any kind of trial, your, your Christmas season or your Mary <laughs> per se may not look the same as it has in years past. And that doesn't mean there is no joy and right. there can't be any joy or any goodness in the season. You just may need to leave room for it to look a little different yeah. this time around. And instead of putting pressure on yourself and then feeling depressed, like, oh, you know, it this doesn't look like it used to, this doesn't feel like it used to, um, and slipping yeah. into the depression of what you're losing during the season. Yeah. Um, because you're you're acutely aware of what you're losing. And instead of focusing on that, maybe it's all right, like I'm gonna have to to change, to change it up. Um, it's not going to be. Look at what you have. I was listening to one of my favorite pastors this morning and that's not the only answer. There are a lot of ways we can Mm -hmm. deal with our seasons, but I was listening to one of my favorite, um, pastors this morning Mm -hmm. from his message. Um, and he was talking about thankfulness. Okay. Yes. We just had Mm -hmm. this thing, but 
it really is the key to contentment and to be able to lift our eyes from our feet when when life is heavy to to look up and go okay but i do you can always find one thing to be thankful for right right yes and it might look like maybe your season is golly you know the economy has been really hard and i can't do this this or this or for my kids and those are all good things and good desires but Look, if if you take your eyes off of the past, like you're talking about, and, you know, maybe this season looks different. Look at what you can do. Mm-hmm. You know, look at what For sure. available. And I think that is a big, big deal when it comes to um, not striving in the Christmas season. Because yes. there's always more. Somebody else is always doing more, especially if you scroll mm-hmm. and see the perfect pictures and all of that. But, you know, there's mm-hmm. real people behind those pictures. And so I think to not yes. compare and find that place of contentment is really key. I feel like comparison's like at an all-time high when it comes to the holiday season because everything's on overdrive. Seeing people's homes decorated and, you know, who's got the more Pinterest-worthy set up you're seeing how many wonderful events everyone's attending like who gets to go to rockefeller center who gets to go to this party who gets to go with this group you know it's just like yeah comparison is in overdrive but kind of like erin says in her devotional like she was placing importance on these specific traditions these specific things instead of celebrating the actual reason for why there is christmas and she mentions a lot and I really think people should take the time to read it. Um, the enduring hope um, yeah. that Jesus provides and that, you know, she realized she needed to tap. She needed to tap into that um, a little bit more during the season. She needed to um, manage her Mary <laughs> in that <laughs> way where she needed to tap into the enduring hope that he offers. And that even though this season was having, she was having tough moments, there was hope for better as he led her through yeah, so. yeah and and she's past that season now and she can look back and talk about that um when she did at one of our conferences so you know it's encouraging yeah. it's encouraging and i think to you know make sure we're surrounding ourselves with encouragement if that scrolling is making mm-hmm. you strive stop it you know <laughs> if, yes you know i don't know what you know sets off different people in different ways. But if something's just yep. helping you, then manage your Mary. <laughs> and yes. And if I mean, off. the heads are falling off your gingerbread men, then just scale back and make some uh, chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> there you go. There, you know, it's just, yeah, for sure. I mean, if you're, if you're in between is, is, is feeling a little bit different than years past, then, you know, ask God to give you what it is you need during this season, not just trying to check the boxes of what the season should be or should look like. So I don't know about you. I'm excited about this week's devotionals. Um, I love that they keep popping up from week to week. It's someone different, something different. It's kind of um, just giving me something to look forward to, I guess. Yeah, in well, my me, inbox, too. Which, <laughs> me too. And I yeah. got you know, and worked on the project, but it's fun to now see it done and, and to see how they all kind of thread together. Again, it's so neat how that happens. Um, yeah. Just a lot of, um, there's a couple of traditions in there and some recipes. Yeah. Yep. I, I may have put a cookie recipe 
and yeah. next week's <laughs> devotional. So that's a tricky box too. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. And I just think that if there's anybody out there who does have um, that troubled heart or is struggling with that in between or wanting that stretched faith that these devotionals this week will really um, give you a laugh with your parents, give you some new perspective and just challenge you um, to sit with God and say, what do you have for me in this new season coming? Um, and to look forward with a little bit more expectant faith. Yeah. No, and you can find these devotionals by subscribing to the newsletter. Is that correct? Yes. Holly? Yeah. At shelivesfearless.com. They're on our blog as well, but the full PDF has all of the recipes and the the add-ons to it. But for sure, shelivesfearless.com is the place to go. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us this week. Um, As we go through the Advent season, make sure to check out She Lives Fearless dot com for the devotionals and subscribe to our newsletter so you can get all the fun extras and um, we're just praying that everyone has a blessed week uh, not an anxious <laughs> week for sure <laughs> and we'll see you next week with some more advent devotionals <laughs>